Hey everyone, it's Shawanda with Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I pray you all are doing well. It is October. I'm so excited for the fall, for the weather, for the colors, for just this whole season change. And you know, with certain season changes, we need to rest. And I am going to be obedient to God in this month and rest. I'm taking a pause, a step back from the podcast for this month to rest and to be filled and to hear what God um, has for me, has for you in this next season. Um, He's already stirring my heart and um, I know I need to position myself in a place where I can truly just focus on what he's saying. So I will be back. November 7th, the first Monday in November with a fresh new episode. I'm excited. I think I know what the series is going to be about, but I'm allowing God to lead me in it. And it's going to be amazing though, whatever it is. So until then, enjoy this replay. All right. Love you guys. Remember, Refreshing the Soul is a podcast where soul care is self-care. Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning back in to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. This is Shawanda, your host. How is your soul doing? I want to know, how is your soul doing? Now, how is your body, not how is your mind, but how is your soul, the place of who you really are? Do you have peace? Are you restless? Are you worried? Are you troubled? Are you fearful? How is your soul doing? Sometimes you got to check in with yourself and say, how am I feeling in my soul? Because sometimes we can do things to make us feel happy in a moment, a temporary peace, a false peace that we can have, the things that we can do to just make us feel better. Shopping, sex, alcohol, It could even be gossiping with a friend, just things where maybe in our soul where we feel jealous, but if we talk about it or talk about someone to make ourselves feel better, and really what's going on in the soul is a fear, intimidation. It's getting to that honest place of what's going on in your soul. So that's why I like to always ask you before we start off is, how is your soul doing? This podcast is about your soul. It's about refreshing the places in your soul that may be heavy, that may be hard, that may be troubled. This podcast is based on Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, where Jesus tells, he tells us in the scripture that when we are heavy, we need to come to him. That is the default. That is the protocol. When I feel heavy, when I feel something in my soul that is not right, let me come to Jesus. And he says, listen, when you come to me, you got to take on my yoke. 
There's a choice that you're going to have to make when you read my word, when you pray, when I speak to you. There's a choice that you have to make to say, you know what, I'm going to decide that what this thing is that I'm, that's going on in my soul, the mentality that I'm taking on, the yoke that I'm taking on, I'm going to choose to adopt what Jesus is saying. I'm going to choose to put in place what he is saying. If I'm troubled in my soul because I keep thinking about the fear of the unknown place when I step out and do this, if I'm, if I'm troubled because I fear that someone else is doing something better than me and I could get fired, whatever that place is, when Holy Spirit speaks to you through his word, whether you're reading devotion, whether you've heard something from your kid, what, however he speaks to you, we have to take a, we have to make a choice to take on his word and not that thought. And I hear someone saying, how do you do that when you feel this way? When the feeling is heavy, sometimes, and I'm mean, well, all the time, it always starts in your perspective. It always starts in the place of your, your thoughts. It always starts there. Before we can get to the feeling, the emotion, all of that, it starts in a deeper place of choosing to believe something, even though I don't see it, even though I don't feel it. Because number one, God is with you. God is with you. I want to tell someone that right now. God is with you. Even through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't know if you're you're feeling like you're in a dark place, but I want to tell you that God is with you. Start there. That though I feel this, I'm going to choose to believe that my God is with me and he protects me. You know, we're dealing with this month, the controlling soul, refreshing the controlling soul. And I really wanted to talk about this one scripture about the unforced rhythms of grace. And God told me right before I got on here, no, it is not about grace. It is not about trying to flow in God's rhythm to be in a place where we're not in control, but we're allowing him to be in control. He said, it's not about that. He said, it's about trust. It's about trusting him. The reason why we take on so much responsibility the reason why we it's hard for us to delegate things to people why things have to go a certain way why we have to know every step is because we do not trust we may not trust others we may not trust god and i want to say we probably don't even trust ourselves so even when when we start to become so controlling we can probably overdo things because in fear, fear of what we may look like, fear of what may happen when all the chips fall. During the second week of every month, every new topic, I always want to get to the root of what's going on in the soul. And so when we get to the root of the controlling soul, there's a fear there. There's trust issues there. And so I want to ask you this 
this day. I was going to say this morning because it's morning for me, but maybe when you listen to this, it could be evening whenever. But are you a type of person who has to have things go a certain way? Like if it doesn't go exactly how you want it, number one, you're you're all over it. You're you're starting to get all the, you know, the aided, the frustrated, the irritated. Are you that type of person? You begin to get angry. I remember growing up as a child, and honestly, even still to this day, whenever my mom would cook, my dad <laughs> was always in the kitchen trying to tell her, oh, did you put this? Did you do this? And I I would always look at my dad like, are you going to cook the food or is mom going to cook the food? Now, I, I've never said it, but in my mind, <laughs> this is what I was thinking. Like, who is cooking the food? You know, sometimes we could try to be in control when we're not even the one who's supposed to be in control, but we always have something to say. We always have to put in the input because we want to make sure it goes a certain way. And that's a small example. It can be whatever it is. Or maybe are you a person you're afraid to delegate things to others? Like you have to do it yourself. You know, that trusting, trusting others. It could be a business that you have. You could be a manager or a leader on your job. It could be in any aspect, maybe even the way you clean around the house. And you're like, no, I'm the only person who mops the floors and cleans the toilets. Because when someone else do it, they don't do it right. Like you just don't trust. You fear that someone's going to do it the wrong way. Or maybe you're like me. One of the issues that I had And sometimes I still do have now, you know, I got to be honest. It's just knowing every step. And I didn't realize that that was in a way being controlling until Holy Spirit (laughs) just revealed that to me as far as, you know, this month's podcast. Like we got to deal with that part in your soul that it's not the controlling, but it's the fear of letting go. The fear of letting go a knowledge and understanding that you feel that you have to have to protect you, to keep you at peace. And I heard this very clearly, control is a false peace. Control is a false peace. Sometimes we think that because we're doing the thing and because we know the things to do, and we have already planned it all out, we've gotten the steps all figured out that we can, we have a a sense of peace. And I'm here to tell you, it's a false peace. And God has been just like showing me how to relinquish my control of what I feel like I have to know in order to be used by him. And I've been learning and really resting in not knowing and not having it all together and having it all figured out. And I'm telling you, this is new territory for Shawanda. This is new territory for me. And it feels good. It's too much work to be in control and to have to know and have to figure it out. It's too heavy for the soul And God wants to, in every way, lighten your soul. 
lighten the places that is heavy in you. I was listening to a message by Pastor Torrey Roberts. It was called, Not God is Working It Out. I can't remember. I can't remember. It just really came to me. It was a recent message that he did. And he was talking about, I think, the beauty of brokenness. That's what it was. The beauty of brokenness. And he was saying that it is too much work to be the God of your life. It's too much work. And when I look at the part of our lives where we like to control, that, that's, being, that's trying to be God. And it's heavy. And, it, you know, and I wanted to just read a little snip of a, a part of my devotion that I wrote, Rest for the Soul. And I talked about how the word rest in that Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, that word rest that Jesus said that he'll give us, it means to grow dumb. Rest, that one of the definitions, the Greek definitions is to grow dumb. And so a part of the devotional says, the Holy Spirit gives us instruction and leading in part, not all at once. John 16, 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Don't overthink it or run two steps ahead of God when he has only given you one step. Often I have to reel my thoughts back in when I notice I'm going too far into what could or what might be. Is that anyone today? Don't be, don't let dreaming take you out of a place of rest where you have collapsed onto an idea and not to the word God gave you. Our smarts or guessing won't get us there. So we have to be intentional in learning to rest in the one word he gave us. And that's from my devotional, Rest for the Soul. I take you each week through what rest is, how to apply that rest in your life. And for this week, rest this day, it said rest is to grow dumb. It's to act like you don't know. And to get to a place where, you know what, God, I don't know anything but what you told me to do. You told me to start the business. You told me to go back to school. You told me to put my kid in this in this school. It's to, it's to not have to know every step, but to allow God to give you each step. His word says that, hey, we, we can make our plans, but he orders every step. Meaning, I, you know what? I can plan out as much as I want, but true rest and where the true control is, it lies in God giving me every step in my life. And when I don't allow God to do that, I can be frustrated because I'm wondering why my plans aren't working out. I'm wondering why I'm doing all this work and there's no success. But when I take God at the one word he gives me and I rest in that and I don't move forward into all these other things, that's when I can experience true peace. See, that control becomes a false peace because it's coming from us. And true peace comes from God. So 
you know, recently I had did for the month of February Sunday lives. And it was where I would get on Facebook live for five minutes and encourage your soul and whatever, whatever God had gave me for that Sunday. Well, before I even started, I heard Holy Spirit get, tell me to do it. And in my mind, I thought about, okay, there's like four or five Sundays in February. What a, I, I know what I'm supposed to say this Sunday, but Lord, what about the next four Sundays? Like, let me think, what, what, what should I talk about? Like, I wanted it planned out. I wanted it laid out. I'm like drilling down the time. I'm just doing all of this. And Holy Spirit was like, I'm going to give you the word. He said, I may give you the word during a week, or I may give you the word on Sunday morning, but I'm going to give you the word. I've only given you the word for this Sunday. Rest in that. And I was like, wow, I felt the fear in me where I'm about to do something that I only have the step for this day. And I have no clue what the rest of these Sundays are going to look like. And I felt it. I felt the fear there. And I had to ask myself, but why? Why am I fearing? God gave me this step. Why can't he give me the next step? You know what I think it is? I believe that we also, we fear the time. We fear timing. We fear that we're not going to get the thing that we think we're going to get in enough time. And we fear that we're going to fail. We fear that it's going to fall apart. And I'm here to tell you, God is the God of timing. And there are times where God would give me the message on Tuesday on what to talk about. And I knew it. I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm talking about on Sunday. And there were times he would give it to me literally within the hour before I had to go live. But I had to learn how to not fear and rest and know he's going to give it to me. Even if I have to go live, I was willing to go live and not know what to talk about and allow Holy Spirit to speak through me and give me the words while I was speaking. So getting to that place of rest, getting to that place where you grow dumb and it's not on you, it's all on God. That is the place of where our souls have to be refreshed. That is the mentality, the thought process, the foundation of our soul the state he wants our soul to be in where we're not taking on all the responsibility, the pressure, but we're saying, God, you know what? You got this. You got me. This is in your hands. You just tell me what you want me to do in this moment. And I will trust you, not myself, not my own understanding, not what I can figure out. Right? So we're refreshing the controlling soul. And you know, about that, that timing, you know, if God did everything when we wanted him to do it, who would really be God? If he did everything when we wanted it to be done, who's God? So if you're in a place right now where You're like, I don't know what's going on. I can't figure it out. I'm trying to make things work. I'm trying to force some things and I'm trying to just be still. I just hear that right now. Be still. I want to tell you, let God be God. Let go of 
the idea that it has to be you and that you have to make it work within a certain amount of time. God is a God of timing. He can come in and out of time. He can do something as you are in the moment of trying to make something work or right when something needs to be done. Even when things fail, even when it seems too late, God is the God who will raise the dead thing. And when Jesus told Mary that, he said, if you only believe, if you only trust me, if you only trust me. So that part that we're getting to of why we feel that we have to be in control, why we feel like we have to have it all figured out, that that place of where we we're not trusting God because we fear what's going to happen on the other end. God is saying in this place, if you only believe, if you only trust me. One of the scriptures I just wanted to read that came alive to me while I was just studying and going over what to say was, it was just from Matthew 6 and 32. It says, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but I'm sorry, it's Matthew 32, I'm going to read to 34. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. You know, If you're an unbeliever, then yeah, you're going to allow thoughts of what's to come, what I need, what's not working, what's not happening. Those things will dominate your thoughts. Those things will be heavy in your soul. But for those who believe in God, for those who truly trust him, it's not that the thought may not come, but you're not going to allow it to dominate your soul. You're not going to allow it to dominate your mind. You're going to what? This word, verse 33 says, seek the kingdom above all else. Live righteously and he will give everything to you. Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. As believers, we're called not to worry. We don't have to worry. God is in control. He has everything laid out and planned out for you and it will happen. It will work out the way that he said, the way that he promised it would. We have to do our part by trusting him and relying on him and truly taking a step back and say, you know what? I really don't know what I'm doing. I just have to do what God tells me to do. I have to grow dumb in this moment because that's what real rest is. Real rest is growing dumb. I know it may sound silly to be like, God, I got to grow dumb. That's the beautiful thing about it because we can be the smartest people in the world. We could be intelligent, have all the degrees, but where real rest lies is in the, the place of us where we don't, we choose to not know. We choose to allow God to unfold and lead us. And say, hey, you know what? I got to be real. The only thing that God told me to do was this. 
And this is all I know. And I'm going to trust that whatever the next thing is, he's going to give that to me. I'm not going to manipulate it. I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to try to conjure it up. I'm not going to try to make God tell me because I want to know something in the right time. No, I'm going to allow God to be God in my life. So I pray that you just leave this episode with a sense of, I'm going to grow dumb in this. I'm not going to act like I have to have it all together and I have to know it. I'm going to trust God in the one word that he gave me. And let's just end with our confessions for the soul. And this is confessions for the controlling soul, I like to call it. And it's still going to be some of the confessions we used last week. If you didn't Here last week's episode, I say, go back to last week's episode. It's kind of like the precursor to this, where first we want to come to an honest place. If it really is us that is being controlling, if we find in our soul that we are trying to lead and force and do all these different things to keep from allowing life to fall apart or trying to hold the whole world together in our hands, we got to come to an honest place in, in our soul about that. And so this week is really just about getting to the root of it. And the root is fear. The root is you not, you not truly trusting anyone other than yourself. And sometimes we don't even trust ourselves. <laughs> well, I pray you got something from it. And as far as the confessions, just repeat after me and don't just do this one time. Take these confessions with you, write them down somewhere and choose to confess this daily. Put it up on your mirror somewhere if you feel like you you deal with this. Okay. I choose to not worry about anything, but instead to come to God about everything. I will experience God's peace for my life, which is far more than anything I can understand. God's peace will guard my heart and my mind, not what I can control. I will not trust what I can understand or figure out, but I choose to lean on you. I will be still Seek you first and trust that you are in control. I will not fear the unknown or the tomorrow. I choose to trust the God of timing and the God of tomorrow. Amen, amen, amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.